Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. So we are in the midst of prom season, I guess. Um, And I remember bits and pieces of my prom time. And also, if you're in Central Florida, Around that time, you also had grad night, too, at Disney. This is probably, uh, you looked forward to that more so than, than prom. But, you know, there are still certain things that you, certain social graces that needed to be practiced, especially if you are a young lady sporting that. I don't necessarily wear long gowns that much anymore. But whatever the case may be, you still had to, I guess, carry yourself in a certain way because, People are watching you. You know, they're scrutinizing what you wear, how your hair looks, what kind of shoes you got on, what your nails look like, what your makeup looks like, and all, and who you're with. So, um, because you're being scrutinized, there's a certain amount of decorum that comes with that. Um, we're going to talk about prom etiquette, and we're talking about it with Melva Akins. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. I am well, Gretchen, and thank you for inviting me to your show. So I've known Melba for a long time, not necessarily in this arena, but yeah, I've known her for a long time, and she's always been very gracious and very professional. And, and you know, when I found out that she was doing what she does, which I'm going to let her tell you about first, I figured she's a good person to talk on this subject because we want – our young people to know, and we also want our adults to kind of know uh, how, you know, you should carry yourself when you are in these particular social settings. So, oh, okay. Thank you, Gretchen. Well, first of all, I uh, am an etiquette and styling, I guess you could say extraordinaire, uh, for over 20 years. I've had a wonderful, wonderful career of uh, After graduating from Pepperdine University in Malibu, California, I uh, began working in the retail industry. I became a retail buyer, and upon moving to the East Coast, I also started working in the entertainment industry. And my entertainment clients included themed attractions. I worked on commercials, television shows and movies, uh, professional organizations, would bring me in, and and I'll tell you, though, but how I got involved with etiquette was I was appalled at the lack of social graces 
of people that I would encounter at the supermarket or at church uh, meetings and so forth. So I decided that I wanted to do something about it. Uh, there was a, a, a sense of urgency and purpose. And so I went on to work to inspire others. So I became trained. I started reading about etiquette and civility, and here I am today. Uh, my company is Image Polish, and Image Polish, that's at www.imagepolish.com. Uh, you can go on there and, and learn a little bit more about what we do. But I spend an awful lot of time Again, working in the entertainment industry, uh, I serve on several different boards. At one point, I was on an international board, which was really fun. Uh, but now I've kind of pulled that in a little bit, and I'm, I'm working quite a bit on a local basis. I also am involved with the Global Peace Film Festival that's based there in Orlando, Florida. So um, I get to Orlando about three or four times a year. It's a lot of fun. And I do hope to catch up with you and some of your guests. But anyway, that's me. That's what I do. And I just absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And, and again, today I know we're, we're talking about an exciting time of the year where students anticipate and execute one of the largest economic impacts for their age group. Uh, it's a rite of passage, and prom is larger than graduation. Economically, it's larger than the Christmas holiday season, and it's larger wow. than spring break. So we're talking about, yes, I don't have the actual combined numbers, but I will give you um, an idea of how impactful it is in a couple of minutes. Okay. All right. I did not realize that when I was um, asking you to talk about this because I, all I was looking at was, you know, we have this very special time, this memorable time, um, and we're also, it's its kind of a setting where we practice for adult, as high schoolers, you practice for adult events that are coming up, different types of banquets and fundraisers and weddings and all that type of stuff. You know, this is kind of the beginning of that type of activity in your life that, that you know, will become more and more regular. You know, we want people yes. to, we want our young people to know how to manage themselves in these particular situations. I know for myself, um, I ended up actually doing a couple of stints in charm school. Um, we, ah. store, I don't know if it if they have it anymore, Montgomery Wards. But you know, there were just certain things. There there are things today that I still remember from that time in charm school, although you wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> a lot of days depending on how I act. But, you know, when you become a senior citizen, sometimes you just really don't care um, <laughs> about some things. <laughs> Telling me about certain, she would observe certain guys that wanted to take me out, and she would say to me, they want to take you out because they know that you know what fork mm -hmm. is. And I'm like, what? <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I didn't realize at the time how important of a thing that was. But she did. She always taught us how to. Um, a man, another cousin of mine that used to uh, visit a lot. We both were only children. Um, my uh, 
aunt's uh, son, my, uh, my mom's nephew, always taught us how to set the table, which way you're supposed to serve, what side you're supposed to serve from when you're serving guests, which side you're supposed to pick up the dishes from, um, with the water glass, the wine glass, and all that type of stuff. So, you know, and a lot of that for my mom came, and I know for other um, older black people, that came from working in white folks' houses, you know. So Mm -hmm. a lot of that was learned behavior for them from that scenario. But as we got away from working in people's houses, you know, we didn't get the benefit of that type of uh, education, so a lot of our young people don't really know a lot of this stuff. Right, correct. And, you know, it's um, I grew up in Compton, California, okay? So did you know that, Gretchen? I'm straight out of Compton, okay? No, oh, so, I did not know. <laughs> and here I am now, Miss Manners. But uh, <laughs> We don't know, make assumptions you know, about Compton. What? <laughs> But, you know, let's talk a little bit about etiquette itself. You know, etiquette is a code. It's a code of conduct. It's knowing what to do and when to do it. The codes are universal, and regardless of where you are in this world at any given time, you will more than likely fit right in if you practice etiquette. And mm-hmm. the codes are also rooted in the three R's. Now, I know sometimes, you know, back, back Gretchen, when we were in elementary yeah. school, the three R's were reading, writing, and reading, arithmetic. Reading, writing, and okay? <laughs> now, Well, when it comes to etiquette, the three R's are respect, restraint, and responsibility. Ooh. Okay? Everybody got that? Okay, and what I particularly like about etiquette for the younger generation is that when you practice etiquette and civility, and civility simply means politeness and courtesy, it alleviates drama, it establishes priorities, it boosts confidence and builds self-esteem so that you're not embarrassed when you're met with challenges. Think about that. Uh, like here, well, here's a very plain example. When we're okay. driving a car, what do we do when the traffic light turns red? We, we stop. stop. Correct. What do you do when you want to change lanes on the highway? You're supposed to put on your blinker. Correct. Well, there you are. Gretchen, that's etiquette <laughs> on the street. And on the highway. It's as simple as that. See how simple that was? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really great. You know, again, practicing etiquette gives clarity for what is about to happen, and it's a universal language. Same thing goes for breaking into a smile when you see someone or standing when someone approaches you to speak, extending your hand for the handshake. These are all part of that code of conduct. Okay, so are you with me? Yep. Also, when it comes to etiquette, or this yes, is ma'am, your I'm sorry. I'm sorry? <laughs> I said, yep. I should have said yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, 
So when we talk about, say, prom etiquette, this is your opportunity to make a good impression. And for some, it's the first time that you have the opportunity to make that good impression. And by the way, just a minute about first impressions. It takes three seconds to make an impression. And you want that impression to be positive because if it is not positive, it could take the rest of your life to correct it. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it, it really can. So if you wish to impress someone, prom night is a good time to do that if you haven't already during the academic year. And I, I want to back up and talk about the history of prom just for a little bit because, believe it or not, it had everything to do with etiquette. So okay. here's what happened. First of all, prom stands for the word promenade, which is defined as the formal introductory parading of guests at a party. So back in the 19th century, American universities held a simple co-ed banquet for their single-sex student population. You know how a lot of schools, the guys went to a school and the girls went to a different one, or if it was a co-ed school, still the classes were single sex. Well, mm-hmm. what happened, what was held for the graduating class and only for the graduating class of the educational institution was a prom. And they wanted to ensure that their students were aware of social etiquette before they entered society. As our country became populated with more teenagers, the idea of having a prom and introducing social etiquette to the younger crowd, you know, was thought that it would be helpful, and that's where proms began to become more popular. So the younger crowd, though, said, hey, we like this idea. We have a preference, though. We want this event to be in the evening. We don't want it to be an afternoon banquet or an early evening banquet. We want this to, you know, just really be the thing, the event of the year. And as we moved into the mid-1900s, proms were held in May. Girls wore long gowns and were escorted by a boy who wore a tuxedo. The proms were, let's see, in attendance were the, was the graduating class, the chaperones, and the chaperones were really a, a few select parents or parents that volunteered to come out. Also, the music was live, so you had musicians, the school administrator was there, and the attendees ate finger food. That, that was the prom way back in the day. In the wow. 50s and the 60s, yeah, in the 50s and the 60s, the traditional gymnasium prom began to sort of transition off of the campus. And other components of the prom began to change. Uh, first of all, the proms became more elaborate. So now, again, being held at hotels and at country clubs. Dinner was served. And we see proms as a dance event where everyone dines prior to the event, and they're there to enjoy the music and have just a grand old time. Also, attending as a couple or with your circle of friends was very acceptable, and we started to see the after parties. Remember those after parties? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
in the 70s and 70s, 80s and 90s, the dress lengths began to change. Uh, dresses became more blingy and otherwise. Same-sex mm-hmm. couples uh, began to attend proms, though some school districts even today still have an anti-gay ban. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've got a good mix. And when we talk about diversity of the attendees, that's going on. And also, students would go SAG. So it's, proms really have, have attracted all genres, and, and it's just really started actually after the 90s. It, they, some of them started to get a little bit out of control. Uh, we mm-hmm. also, with the prom, uh, limos, okay? Folks started showing up to proms in limos and and. Guys in very, very nice and expensive suits and tuxedos, and the girls started to wear tailored dresses and custom-made dresses. And um, also our attendees begin to really invest a lot more money into proms. They started utilizing professional services, getting their hair and nails done at salons and so forth. And so it was proms were it's a socially acceptable event. Some of the events were more elaborate than others, but prom really sort of kind of took off and went off in its own direction. Now we're seeing prom sort of being reined back in. And with that reining back in, we do see civility coming back to the forefront with many of our proms, especially since COVID. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the invitation because I know some of you out there, you want to know, well, you know, how exactly does it work now? Who asks whom? Who pays for mm-hmm. what? And so forth. So here but we go. before we go, okay, before we go mm-hmm. there, though, we're going to take a quick break. So we, we're going to talk about the invitation to prom. We're going to talk about more about prom etiquette with Melva Akins when we come back. If you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. We'll be right back. Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs dedicated to serving our families. 
Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And um, if you were experiencing any technical difficulties when I was on before, I apologize. I was just made aware that it was a little uh, breaking up. And um, basically, I think I had to move out of my husband's recliner. It's something about that area. I don't know what it is. But anyway, we're back with Melva Aikens um, of Image Polish. And if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. We're talking prom etiquette today, at least right now, and we may talk about some other stuff. But um, anyway, Melva, you were about to talk about the prom invitation, right? Yes, correct. Thank you, Gretchen. So the invitation, I do want to start out by saying, whomever does the inviting, make sure you are clear, okay? You've got to make the intentions known because, again, we're no longer back in the 19th and 20th century where there was, where when we talk about inviting and prom etiquette, usually the guy would invite the girls. So things have changed mm-hmm. now. So whomever does the inviting, make sure you're clear. Uh, you'd like that, you know, let that individual know that you would like them to escort you to the prom or you would like them to join you with a party of five others and attend as a group, or whatever that situation is, when you extend, don't be fuzzy or awkward with that invitation. That's very, very important. If it's a first date, some thought really should go into that invitation. Uh, You know, you might want to say something like, uh, I... You know, I haven't completely thought it out, but I've known for some time that you are my person of choice to attend the prom with me. You know, you can have fun with that invitation. And Mm -hmm. because we need to be clear, because we also need to decide who's going to pay for the prom and how will it be paid. Now, here's the thing, and these numbers were alarming to me. I did go and, and look them up. In 2015, Visa conducted a survey, and that survey reported that the average invest prom was, in 2013, $1,139. And and this is like per, for the parent who was paying for the prom, okay? Um, As well as, yeah, exactly, as well as, maybe the parent of the girl was just buying the dress, getting the nails and the hair and the makeup done and all that other stuff. Um, but it was 1139 per person. In 2014, it dropped to about $980. In 2015, it dropped a little more, down to about 920 But now in today's society, Prom is costing as much as three or four thousand dollars. I, I just thought, <laughs> yes. Well, the limo to to you know if you're renting a limo with a driver, that's a couple of thousand in some cities, and then wow. again with the dress and the hair and the nails and the photography and all, it's it's really it's quite up there, and and that's how. It's become economically one of the largest time periods for control. But anyway, let's talk about a couple of options again with 
it, well, I also want to ask before you go to that, because something you mentioned about the invitation, and I wanted to ask you, and, and I hate to go negative, but if someone asks you to go to prom with them and, it, and you really don't want to, um, you know, you really would not like to just say yes out of obligation. You really do want to decline for whatever your reasons are. Is there a socially acceptable way to decline the prom invitation without um, you feeling bad and without embarrassing the person who asked? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can, if, if someone were to ask and you emphatically do not want to go with them, you can let them down slowly and easily. Uh, you could let them know that, you know, that first of all, thank them for the invitation. Um, you could also say you hadn't thought much about it and you're, you're leaning towards no. So, you know, at this point in time, no. You can ask for more time to get back with them and, you know, give yourself a breather and go back. Uh, but the sooner you tell them and get it over with, really, the better. Uh, you know, sometimes we receive an invitation. We'll say, please give me 24 hours to think about it. Well, sometimes that's okay, but sometimes, you know, you just really just need to get, get over with it. Um, you can also say that, be honest about it. Uh, you know, nowadays, nowadays we respect others. I'm going to say we respect them more when they just come out and are honest with about a situation. And you can just say, thank you, but I had my sights set on going with someone else. Um, you know, you might even say I have, you know, I want to go with someone else or perhaps you know, do you want to join? If it's a group, it's easy, an easier letdown. But um, mm-hmm. just be honest and tell that person as quickly as you possibly can so they can move on. Did that answer your question? Yes, ma'am, sure did. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry I, I interrupted your train of thought, but I did want to, when you mentioned the invitation, I was like, you know, sometimes you aren't ready or willing to accept the invitation, or at least the first invitation anyway, mm-hmm. um, and, and sometimes you, it is better to do the group thing, you know, so. Correct, correct. And, you know, and sometimes, um, you know, we're, again, we're coming out of COVID, and um, some parents and family have lost their jobs. We don't know if prom is affordable. So, again, that's why I was saying if you want to have a little buffer there and say, you know, can I have 24 hours and get back with you about it? Because sometimes it's a financial issue. So, that's so um, true. Yeah, so the sooner you tell the person that you don't want to go with them or you can't go with them, the better. That's, okay. that's it. Um, right. But, um, oh, I was going to talk about a couple of options. You know, the traditional route is that the male invites the female. Um, in that case, he pays for the tickets, the dinner, the transportation. Uh, he pays for everything that is considered the couple's expense. Of course, again, personal expenses like attire, shoes, and hair and all that, that's the responsibility of each individual. Uh, also, ooh, let me let me throw in there. If you are asked to the prom and the other person is picking up the tab, 
please, 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 please make sure when you leave home that you do have access to money. Mm-hmm. Okay, lots of things are happening out there, particularly with our young ladies. Um, sometimes we might need money, you know, to catch Uber. What happens if mm-hmm. your date gets ill? Or if you get mm-hmm. ill and you insist that your date stay there and you go home, um, your date can ghost you. <laughs> I mean, that yep. happens. Yeah. Uh, if the environment is unsafe. And certainly if your date lacks responsibility or civility, you probably want to get out of there and get from under that person. So just be be financially prepared in case there is an emergency. Okay. If your date is doing the underage um, partaking of substances and you just need to get out of that situation. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, I I have to tell you – I'm, and I'm just going to say this, okay? Um, okay. My senior dance, I actually had a boyfriend when I was in high school, and we went to the senior dance, which was about, I don't know, 60 days before the prom maybe. And mm-hmm. I found out the following Monday, I'm sorry, we went as a group. I think there were like mm-hmm. eight of us or so, and the, the guy that I was dating at the time was on an athletic team, so you know how those team members stick together. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. I found out the following Monday that he had done something that was dishonest. They did something that was dishonest. And mm-hmm. I was humiliated when I found out, and that was the reason why I did not go to the prom with him. We actually broke up. And oh, I, wow. I didn't go to the, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I found out what happened. We talked about it. Then he said, well, when we go to the prom, I said, no, there will be no prom with us. And that's when we broke up and, you know, he, but yeah, I broke up because he did something that was unlawful. I didn't appreciate it. And again, I was humiliated when I found out at school on Monday. So it's, um, you know, had I known what was going on that night of that event, I, I would have gotten myself out of there and not have anything to do with him. So it's, um, it's a very real thing. It's a real thing. So just be prepared, everyone. Be prepared. Um, again, if you agree to go Dutch, uh, be clear on who pays for what. And you all all know what Dutch is, right, where you share in the expenses. And mm-hmm. if the girl invites the guy, she pays for the prom ticket. However, he is expected to pay for the dinner, transportation, and other prom expenses. Okay? Also, the corsage. The corsage is something that a guy would always pay for. And mm-hmm. by the way, our young men, please do not wait until the last minute. Do not wait until the week of the prom to order the corsage. Please don't do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. Um, and before the flower is ordered, ask your date, is there a preference? You know, she might be allergic to roses or allergic to something or would like to have a particular color. So uh, do your homework, guys. Ask, ask your date about the color or kind of corsage that that they would prefer. Then the evening of the event, young men, when you arrive, if you are not comfortable pinning that flower on that dress, 
or slipping the corsage onto her wrist, simply say so. Simply say so. Okay, never, ever, ever be embarrassed for speaking the truth. And I know, you know, with social media happening and cameras snapping and all, guys, don't sweat it. Just, just, you know, just say, hey, <laughs> you know, you might, you might, if, if a father is there or a mother is there, you might ask them to pin the corsage or what have you. But I do know um, guys get a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to take our next break. We're talking more about prom etiquette with Melva Akins. And if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. Maybe you want to share your prom experience. This is G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. And we will be right back. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are here with Melba Akins of Image Polish. And the number, if you have questions or comments, is 516-387-1944. So, Melba, what about, um, I guess, uh, if you are a concerned parent, and you want to, let's say, participate in, or, or maybe you're just trying to live vicariously, okay, and you want to participate as a chaperone in the prom activities, how do you, I guess, insert yourself into the situation um, without being obvious? <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. Parents love to insert themselves. Um, one of the things parents can do is let the school know ahead of time that you would like to volunteer to be a chaperone or volunteer to be on the decorating committee or the organizing committee. And it's quite possible the school would welcome your help, but do it early. Please let it be known early. Uh, some proms are the responsibility, you know, maybe of the PTA or responsibility of the senior class advisor. So find out who that person is, get in touch with them early on, and insert yourself that way. Uh, you can also, uh, sometimes the schools will say, oh, you know, we normally have parents uh, man the door or, or what have you. Well, you know, sometimes we might assert ourselves and just say, well, I would like to man the door and work the thus and thus station or, or, you know, work, make sure that the music is appropriate for the evening and all. So be assertive. Um, tell them what mm-hmm. you want uh, is, is a good way, but do it early. Do it early. And when I say early, I mean in January. Let it be known. Okay. And then once you've gotten the role, how do you – manage to, I guess, monitor what's going on without um, being overly obvious, uh, without embarrassing your child so that when they talk about things, the thing that they're not talking about is how much you embarrassed them on prom night. Well, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes, you know, how they say if it's sight unseen, uh, Mm -hmm. So, parents, yes, you can be there but not be there visually. 
so to speak, or, or you can be in a place or an area where you're not where, where you're not seeing. Um, so much is happening, and I have to tell you, uh, also as someone who works several events as well, I welcome almost every pair of hands that come my way because mm-hmm. sometimes budgets can't afford to actually pay uh, a company in its entirety or what have you. So volunteers are always good. Uh, again, some of the behind-the-scenes kinds of things is maybe, um, you know, checking the prom bids at the door or the tickets at the door. I don't know if they call them bids anymore. Uh, checking those at the door, handing out the prom souvenirs, making sure that the venue remains safe. Um, and, and when we talk about our really, really big subject that's going on right now, um, I might mm-hmm. digress a little bit on this. I want to let let me just insert safety. Okay, folks, hear me clearly. Everyone is responsible for their own safety. You cannot trust that someone else will will look out for you before they look out for themselves. And this is something that has been proven over and over again, that you must first take care of yourself. And once you do that, then you can better assist in taking care of others in any kind of situation that might arise. So, you know, safety is is a big, that's really big, and that's a place where parents can sort of insert themselves, if you will, at that time knowing where all the exits are so you can help direct people in the event of an emergency, making sure that the fire extinguishers are where they're supposed to be. And I have to say, and I learned this from my son-in-law because he's a fireman paramedic, but Mm. when he goes on to, and he works in film and television as well, but when he goes on set to work as a medic, one of the first things he does is he checks the fire extinguishers and the elevators. And I just said, oh, my gosh. It's like, no wonder you work all the time. But, um, I mean, the producers <laughs> love him. But, you know, so parents, go, get in there. You can do those safety checks. You can check the, the women's restroom. Now, even though when you're at a venue like a hotel, they have staff that should be checking. But sometimes there are some, you know, there can be some little incidents that happen or the paper towels need refreshing sooner, that kind of thing. Uh, so parents' safety, um, I'll tell you, the minute you say safety to anybody, anywhere, they listen and they accept your help. <laughs> okay. Um, Good to also know. parents, yeah, parents, you can watch for, for little things. Um, you can watch making sure that uh, prom attendees are not being harassed. Uh, that's something that we have to be mindful of in, in this day and time. Um, because also what teenagers, I'm sorry, I should say students, what students um, sometimes don't know is no one has a right to put you into an unlawful or unsafe situation. So if that can be mitigated, and this is where parent volunteers are really helpful, that's a good place to be. Uh, you know, little things, if water is spilled on the floor or, on the, you know, something is on the carpet, you don't want people to slip and fall. So parents, safety, they think safety. And um, if I were a school administrator, I would welcome your help. I absolutely would. 
So that's the way parents can insert themselves into that evening. Wow. Good to know. Good to know. So what other things should we be thinking about in, in terms of, of prom? I, I think one of the things that we need to stress is that so that that our young people aren't feeling, let's say, pressured, is that a prom situation is not necessarily a romantic situation, right? Correct. 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 Prom you should be having fun. Everyone should be having fun. You know, again, when you think about the investment and the time and effort that has gone into preparing for this prom, you just want everything to go off without a hitch. You really do. Um, things like, uh, I, I, here's what I wish I would have done, and as I speak with other parents and friends, Uh, about proms and special events and things, here's the thing. Again, it's your chance to have fun, make that good impression and first impression, sometimes first impression. They want everything to be flawless. So in being flawless, um, let's just start with the attire. You know, we go out, we, we spend money on attire or have something custom made or we rent whatever. You know what? Don't let prom night be the time or the second time you put that garment on. You should be practicing in that garment. You know, how long can I stand in these new shoes? Can I, can I do this dance in the shoes? Can I do this? So have fun that entire week. Have fun a couple of weeks prior to prom, making sure that you are going to be comfortable and nothing's going to distract you from making those memories. And you're right. It, prom, prom should not be a romantic kind of evening. Um, thus, even dresses. You know, the less sexy the dress, the better, because you can move more freely in it. You can. And, and by the way, let's talk not only about a dressy or a blingy kind of dress, what if it's more of a plain dress? Ladies, You can dress up your prom attire by wearing a trendy or a fabulous pair of shoes. It could be a plain dress and a fabulous pair of shoes or how you fix your hair. So let's take the emphasis off the dress because the other thing about that dress is, and guys, you know, if you go out and buy this fancy suit or fancy tuxedo that you can only wear once, you know what? Once you make that entrance into the prom, and everyone sees you or you go take the first 30 minutes, go around, everyone, you promenade around. Remember prom, promenade? You promenade right. around. Once they see it, it's over. It's over. It can, they can care mm-hmm. less about what you have on. And also, if you go too overboard, you're going to get talked about anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Leave the crazy part, leave the romantic, the sexy part, leave all that out of it. I would not use prom for that. That's, you know, and then what you do should be age appropriate anyway. So um, have fun. I, I would say have as much fun as you possibly can. But also, again, test the waters first. Ladies, put that dress on three and four times coming up to that prom, making sure that you know if by chance, for instance, you wear a short dress, make sure that you know how to sit in that dress. Uh, Pay attention. Just pay attention 
attention mm-hmm. to the detail and and you want to have fun. Also, um, part of the learning experience for trying it on a few times before the prom is, hey, it might not be too late if you have to or want to return it. Um, you've tried it on, you haven't pulled the tags off, so you know, give yourself that freedom to make sure, do that double check. Uh, fragrances, too, a word about fragrance. Of course, when you're trying on things, when you go for a fitting for the tuxedo and for the dresses and so forth, do not wear your fragrance during that time. Um, mm-hmm. Test your fragrance out. You know, you, you can do that at home. You know, you can do it at night when you're preparing for bed. But test your fragrance out. Don't use too much uh, we just want to make sure we, we do that practice run. And it needs to be correct. And, again, you need to be comfortable. What comes to mind is um, I had uh, an aunt of mine. Um, well, I played the piano and the organ at church. And when I would practice, you know, I perfect. Well, this aunt would say, excuse me, correct practice makes perfect. So, mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. We need to get in the habit of this correct practicing uh, just to make sure that we're going to be comfortable and look at yourself in the mirror six and seven times. Let mom and dad or a friend see it before that night and, and, and make sure. So we're going to take our last break, and when we come back, Melva, I'm going to throw some things out, and you can tell me whether I'm – I'm hitting or missing the mark on them as uh, I kind of put my two cents in. So we're here with Melva Akins of Image Polish. We're talking prom etiquette. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We're talking a little prom etiquette with Melva Akins of Image Polish. Image Polish. And if you have questions or comments in the next few minutes, the number is 516-387-1944. Okay. As you've been talking, I've been listening, and a lot of things have popped into my head, so I'm going to try to throw some things out real quick, and you can correct me in terms of whether or not I'm right or wrong. Okay. So... First thing, more importantly than fragrances and stuff like that, hygiene, please, 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 shower, please put on deodorant, please brush your teeth, please, please use some mouthwash. Um, You can even probably, depending on, you know, what you do or what your dentist says, you can probably even use some of those whitening things. You know, you don't have to use them that often. Um, 
the <laughs> and and take some of those mints or breath strips maybe or or whatever uh have them on hand because you might need them I, and I speak from experience with this part but um anyway yes no <laughs> yeah absolutely grooming is very very important and you are correct uh, you know, no stains on your clothes. Be clean. Shower. Take a bath. No offensive odors. After you eat, check for food in your teeth. Um, some of the little things are things that commonly get overlooked. Uh, nail polish. Oh, my goodness. Nail polish should be on or off. No chipping. Yes. None of that. You know, it, 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 just drives, it can drive someone insane. Dirty fingernails. Uh, that's another one. Uh, if your slacks have a belt hoop on them or belt loop, I'm sorry, you should have on a belt. Um, it, it's about the little things. Look, again, this night is a special night. And on this night, you will not be happy if you embarrass, threaten, or intimidate your date, those around you, or yourself. So let's be mindful of that, and let's not be uh, let's let's pay attention to to the little things. Ladies, take a very small but useful bag, uh, not, not the big hobo bag, something <laughs> that you can keep close to you, uh, or you know, and something that you can manage easily, something that you can dance with, but um, something that you can also mm-hmm. watch and not get listed from you that will include backup lipstick, a backup comb or brush, uh, an ability to carry the cell phone and the extra uh, money or, or card that Melva talked about in the event of an emergency. Um, is there anything else, yeah. Melva, in terms of that bag? No. Well, that, that bag, yes, it, it is. It's very important. Of course, um, also carry, ladies, you know, make sure that you have a Kleenex. And, you know, if you don't have a Kleenex, grab a paper towel from the ladies' room and fold it up and put throw it in that bag. Um, but, no, I think the most important things you, you really mentioned, the cell phone, of course, some extra cash, or if you do have a card, um, you know, the lipstick to touch up. And, and by the way, here's a little tip that I do. Uh, my bags usually, have, you know, once once we pack those bags, <laughs> and don't pack <laughs> them, ladies. But you know, I, I put everything out there, and everything doesn't fit. A couple of things, like for instance, a comb. Uh, sometimes I have to take the comb out or the brush out uh, because I can. You well, you know, you, yes. Learn to use your fingers to yes. to you know to fluff your hair, do whatever you have to use your fingers. Um, very, very, uh, anyway, the, the fingers, that's, that's a good one. Also, a mirror are helpful because sometimes you can't get to the ladies' room. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, maybe the line is too long or, or what have you. But if you have your own little compact or mirror, that's, that's very helpful as well. But, um, yeah, and then also, ladies, when you go to the proms, that's a good time to have a buddy system with one of your mm-hmm. girlfriends in case. You know, sometimes that buddy system just involves knowing 
sign, you know, you have your different sign signals for each other um, that, you know, you need some assistance or whatever. Uh, I was at a prom and, of course, the wedding. Oh, my goodness, wedding. Um, I needed some. I needed someone to help me get in and out of my dress to use the restroom. Mm, and that's okay. even happened at formal events as well. You know, so don't wait too late. If you have to go to the restroom, don't keep putting it off, putting it off. And if you need a girlfriend to help to go in with you to unzip or unbutton that dress, let her know right away and get in there. Um, so it's, you know, again, I, I hate to keep going back to this, but safety has a lot to do with it. And yes, having to someone to help you get in and out of a dress is safety. So, uh, we, we want to make sure of that, but yeah, it's the little things. And I also want to say too, guys, um, you, you know, in terms of what do you carry and not, you know, leave some of the crazy stuff where you saw it, you know, the canes and the top hats. All that. <laughs> first of all, why escalate the cost? Okay, that's the first thing. Then once you've made your entrance at the prom, if you have a cane or a top hat or sunglasses, what are you going to do with them after that? When you go to dance, what are you going to do with it? So, mm-hmm. you know, just think about that, guys. Don't, don't, don't try to, you know, walk in and do a whole show there. Just um, and again. You do not want to embarrass your date, those around you, or yourself. So be as simple as as you possibly can. Um, And, ladies, I want to go back to the bag really quick. Um, If you are in this uh, mode of life, back up feminine products. Okay? You might need them. So just want to throw that out there, too. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yes. Um, also, I, I want to mention the conversation. Um, I need all my prom goers to realize the conversation is very important. Uh, you know, avoid talking about previous relationships. Avoid talking about illness and disease, dysfunctional family matters. Uh, don't use foul language your awards and your honors and all of that. And, of course, we we want to curtail gossip. Uh, do more smiling and make eye contact with others. You know, hang out with your friends, compliment each other, and, again, have fun. This is a special evening. Everyone has put time and effort into looking great. And, you know, just the fabulous gestures will – they will carry you further on this night than anything else, um, I would say. And, and, you know, and talk to those who have come stag. Um, they might not be engaged in conversation with anyone for a long time. So if you see someone by themselves, and particularly if you know they came by themselves, go over and have a conversation with them and, and see yes. how that goes. See how that goes. Yeah. Um, dining. Oh. Dining. Let me yes. talk about that for one second. Okay. Yes. Try to avoid dining situations that can be sloppy and messy. Okay. Now, what I mean by that, okay, some Skip cuisine. The spaghetti. Yep, yep. <laughs> Mexican rest, Italian restaurants, uh, their foods can be difficult to eat. So if you do not have impeccable dining skills, Stay away from those restaurants on prom night. 
Um, I do want everyone brush up on your dining skills. Uh, you know, you might coming up to the prom. I mean, first of all, you know that the prom's in what April, May. If you if you need to say invest in a dining tutorial in November or December or January, do that. Um, and when I say dining tutorials, of course, they go through. Um, and you will then know which utensils to use, uh, what to do before you drink from a glass. There's napkin etiquette. Uh, what style of eating are you going to do, continental or American? Dining tutorials also sometimes take you through eating difficult foods like artichokes and peas and pasta. Uh, how to cut food items. How to cut and when to cut. Uh, you know, I know my dining tutorial is called Dying Like a Diplomat, and it is it is just something that, you know, I, I mean, I just wish everyone can participate in a dining tutorial if you need brushing up or, or just needing to learn basic table manners and dining skills. But, um, yeah, be, be mindful about where you eat and what you are eating. You don't want anything to end up on that prom attire. Uh, and and also, oh, a question comes up a lot. When you have a date at any kind of social event, is it okay to dance with someone else? Um, no. If you are in a relationship, no, it is not okay to dance with someone else. However, if someone wants to dance, if you're there with a date, someone wants to dance with you, it is, that person should mention it to your date that they would like mm-hmm. to dance with you. And so that's very, very important that, that we know that little tidbit. Um, also, if you dance with someone else, don't slow dance with them. Um, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. that date can get a little aggravated because you, you're being touched in a certain place or it looks like there's a certain gesture. So do not slow dance if you dance with someone else. If your date goes, say, to the restroom or excuses him or herself to get something to eat or drink or goes off to spend time with friends, do not dance with anyone else. Well, things are just unpredictable now, and um, again, etiquette is about knowing what to do and when to do it, and when you practice that, it avoids conflict. I did not think we would run out of time on this subject, but we did, and you warned me that we might, so we're going to have to bring Melva back some other time. Quickly, Melva, how do we get in contact with you? Okay, my contact is, and and you can call or text, my telephone number is 407-310-9803. And then my website to Image Polish is imagepolish.com, I-M-A-G-E-P-O-L-I-S-H.com. Melva, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And you have a blessed day and and definitely got to have you back soon. Wonderful. Thank you. I'd love to come back. Take care, everyone. 
Take care, Melva. And thank you all for listening. God willing, talk to you tomorrow. This has been G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.